Welcome to day three of our 14-day journey. Today we'll hear Mary's story called, Obedience to Guidance is the Key to Miracles. Then we'll take a few moments to reflect on what we heard and then invite God to speak to us as well. I determined to listen to God for guidance in all matters, and I promised him I would obey whatever he told me. There were so many things which needed solutions. One was a feeling of friction between my colleague and myself. She had 10 children and often was not well and could not carry out her work program regularly. I felt very critical of her for trying to hold on to her job. One morning early, I asked God for guidance. What could I do to dissolve the critical feeling I had in my heart for her? Take her a fresh egg, came a thought. <laughs> well, that wasn't my idea, and who would say that was guidance? A dozen fresh eggs might be reasonable, but one? That might insult my colleague. So I wrote it off and gave up for that morning. I went to school to teach my class in the mission school. At noon, when I came home, there was a chicken in a large armchair in my living room. Our houses in India were wide open to the public. The hen flew down and started to cackle, and there was an egg, freshly laid. Dear me, that had never happened before, nor since. I remembered what I had scratched out on my new guidance notebook, take her a fresh egg. Why not obey? She'll laugh at me. Results are not your business. Your business is obedience. You promised. I took the egg and went to her house. Her little son was outside. That helped. Here, Tumby, take this egg to your mother, please. It is for her. He took it and went in the house. I didn't wait, but left quickly. That evening, the mother came to me. How did you happen to bring me that egg? It was so fresh and good. Well, that was my guidance this morning. And then I told her what happened. Oh, that's just like God, she said. He knew I had nothing to eat this day. There just wasn't enough food for all, so I went without. Then you brought a fresh egg for me. When I ate it, I felt so satisfied and strengthened. From that day, she and all her family began to listen to God daily for guidance. And all the friction in my heart was gone. And there sprung up an understanding of Christian love for her and for all her family. One day, the youngest child, a two-month-old baby, became very sick with pneumonia. The doctor came for several days, but the child grew steadily worse. Finally, the doctor gave up all hope for the child's recovery. The next morning when the doctor came, he said the life was gone. At noon, the father came to tell me that the child had died. Would I come and offer prayer for comfort before the burial? I told him, I have promised God that I will have the listening prayer for people in times of sorrow and trouble so that they may receive his direct comfort and guidance. He consented to a quiet time of listening prayer with the family. I went. The whole family sat in a circle around the coffin. As we sat there quietly, a quick thought came to me. I told the oldest son, go quickly to the market, get a large jar of Denver clay and a large roll of cotton. He went and returned quickly with both. Then I told the family, the Lord has given this thought. He alone knows there is a spark of life in your child. Let us take him from the coffin to the kitchen, heat the clay and spread it on his chest and back and wrap him in cotton and in a blanket. We did this and then waited, yes, for nearly five hours. And then the child opened his eyes. 
Great was the rejoicing of all the family and their faith in God's guidance was deeply strengthened. The child grew to be a fine young man, and he is a living witness to the wonder and blessing of the guidance of the Holy Spirit. The second to the eldest son had been fighting a temptation to choose his own way and live for himself as he pleased. He was so touched by what God had done for his little brother that he turned his thoughts to God. He determined to listen to him and obey. He was guided to study for the ministry. He became a minister in the Church of South India and has been an instrument of leading many to faith in God and in the guidance of the Holy Spirit of the risen Christ. The father became a member of the listening team who sought God's guidance to resolve many problems in the village for moral and spiritual rebirth. There was one village which was bitterly divided into two factions. No matter how many sermons were preached, the factions remained. This father with the team went to the village to meet the ringleader. After meeting with him for several hours, the ringleader told him, it's no use, nothing on earth can change me. The team were silent. Then the proudest and most dignified minister in the team had the guidance to prostrate himself before the ringleader, take hold of his feet, and beg him in the name of Christ to give up his hatred. The ringleader spurned him and left. The team remained for the night together, waiting on the Lord. Before dawn, the ringleader returned to them. With tears, he told them what happened. I went to my house. I fell asleep. I dreamed that Christ himself appeared to me and took hold of my feet and begged me to give up my hatred. He said when he woke, his hatred was gone. He wanted a public meeting that night. The congregation came together in an open-air place of worship. The ringleader told of his experience and with tears begged his enemies to forgive him. There was a great reconciliation of all. The Holy Spirit broke down all walls of factions. The people were united in Christian love in a bond that never has broken again. A great church and a fine Christian school have grown up in that community. That father with the team was used to bridge many human rifts in many villages. Mary says sometimes the guidance God gives doesn't make sense at the time, but when we obey, we see God do great things. If you can have every person who is listening get a pencil and some paper, let's pray and ask God to speak to us. God, you want to show us what we need to know about our hearts, our lives, and our challenges. Give us ears to hear you and hearts that are willing to obey. Amen. Let's listen to God for one minute and see what the Spirit wants to say to us.
Amen. What did you feel God was saying to you? Was there a word, an image, or thought that the Spirit called to mind? If so, what do you sense God is inviting you to do in response to what you've heard? Let's pray together. God, you are leading us into your truth and into a deeper walk with you. Give us grace to trust your heart and courage to obey your voice. Amen.